everyone, it's Maria here. And on behalf of Simon and I, I'd just like to thank you for checking out our podcast. Before we get into things, I just want to let you know that this is only part of our online mini service. To check out the full service and find out more about Everyone Church, head to our website at everyonechurch.com.au. Hope you can check it out and see the full service. But for now, let's get into the podcast. My wife and I used to live in a unit complex when we uh, were just newly married. We lived there for a few years as we saved to build a house and move into where we're living right now. And uh, this this unit complex was one level off the ground floor and it was in like the back corner. It was actually really nice. It was a really nice unit. Uh, you know, it was kind of cool to not have any lawns to mow and all that kind of stuff. But um, when we moved out, uh, man, it was a chore, I tell you, because we had to go down a flight of stairs and out all the way through the complex. And, you know, it's funny, you move into a place and then when you move out one day, you realize, man, where did all this stuff come from? Like we've been just piling, you know, a new lounge, new dinner set, all this kind of stuff. And uh, all of a sudden you've got to move it out. Um, So I did what any thinking person would do. I got my brother, uh, who my younger brother, Spencer, who's actually a lot bigger and stronger than me. I'm the middle of three boys. I've got an older brother and a younger brother. And, um, and so I was beat up and I beat up. That's just uh, how it worked with three boys. And, and my uh, brother Spencer came along to help us move. And it's funny because, you know, we're, we're moving like a fridge down this flight of stairs. And, you know, he's, he's, you know, I'm like, oh, you go first, Spence, you know, and he's carrying it down. And I'm like, yeah, I'm helping you. I'm helping you. But really, I'm not even touching the fridge. He's carrying the whole weight. And let me tell you, it pays off to team up with someone who is stronger than you. It really does. Smart. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. And now uh, in in Matthew chapter 11, we read this very famous uh, Bible verse of Jesus speaking. And uh, in context, uh, Matthew 10, Jesus sends out the disciples and he says, hey, go and, and preach. He gives them authority. And, and, and in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus goes around preaching in the region of Galilee. So is Jesus alone at this point? Probably not, but he definitely doesn't have all the disciples with him at this point. Um, and he is, he is speaking. Well, someone would have been there to recount what he said. But um, he's speaking and he says this in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. This is going to be our core scripture for today. He says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. You know, we often try to carry things that are too heavy for us to carry ourselves, whether they're emotional things or spiritual things. And here Jesus is saying, he's calling us to himself and saying, come to me so that he could be the heavy lifter of the burdens of life. And what are these burdens? Well, they could be the burden of worry or fear or loneliness or self-worth and self-esteem, the burden of trying to make ourselves right with God, um, 
the burden of money and finances, the burden of lockdown, the burden of online learning for your children. Uh, there is definitely a weight to life. And if life isn't heavy for you right now, well, um, wait until you have kids or <laughs> have a mortgage or, or have a health issue or something. You know, I feel like the older I get, the heavier life becomes. And Jesus says here, come to me, come to me, not to Netflix or retail therapy or, uh, or, or, or the news or COVID number updates. No, he says, come to me. If you want real rest, come to me. You, you know, we can't distract ourselves to rest. We need to retreat ourselves to rest. And we must come to Jesus and retreat from the weariness and the worries of life. Jesus says, come to me. And let's read on in verse 29. Uh, he says, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Now, what is this yoke that Jesus is talking about? He's not talking about an egg yoke. He's talking about a wooden structure that they used to put, and they still do, but uh, they used to put over two oxen to plow a field or any kind of plowing animal, really. And it was a cross beam and it would tie two animals together and it would keep them together and they would walk together and drag a plow and they would plow up the field. Uh, and it's kind of funny because a yoke in its very nature is work <laughs> and it's interesting that Jesus uses this specific uh, imagery because it speaks of work. And notice he doesn't say, come to me and I will give you rest and you will never have to work again. He doesn't say that because life is work. <laughs> work is life. And it's like, hey, Jesus, do you know what you're saying here? Uh, the last thing a weary worker needs is uh, a yoke, a heavy yoke to work more. <laughs> you think Jesus would say something like, hey, if you're tired and weary, come to me and I will give you a vacation or a mattress or or some chill time, a Sabbath or something like that. Uh, no, he doesn't say that. You know, and Frederick Dale Bruner, who's a leading scholar on the book of Matthew, he says this. And I love these observations. He says, Jesus realizes that the most restful gift he can give the tired is a new way to carry life a fresh way to bear responsibilities. Realism sees that life is a succession of burdens. We cannot get away from them. Thus, instead of offering escape, Jesus offers equipment. When we talk about following Jesus, which is one of our core values and this journey of discipleship and maturing in him, uh, we can sometimes break it like into categories like oh maybe it's about theology uh like the study of god or maybe it's about ethics like knowing what it is right and wrong or maybe it's about events and rituals like uh, church and park lunches online church online mini services but we don't uh, often talk about lifestyle and i think this is really important jesus is offering us a new way to carry life a new lifestyle. And there is a difference between people who say they follow Jesus and people who are learning a Christ-centered lifestyle. This is what discipleship is all about. Remember, moving toward spiritual maturity, 
A Christ-like lifestyle involves working with Jesus <laughs> and not just learning about him, but walking with him. And one of the biggest misconceptions about being a Christian is that it costs me nothing. And obviously we can't work our way to God. We can't go to church enough or, or, or not sin enough or earn our way to being right with God. And we all have a sin problem. We are dead in our sins until Jesus, by his work on the cross, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and through our faith in him, makes us alive again. Right? Like it says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Salvation is free by faith, but it costs me everything. Uh, I have to trade in my pride. I have to trade in my priorities. Um, There is a cost on my end. I I also have to trade in my shame, which is a good trade in. I have to trade in my burdens and I receive hope and love and purpose, his presence, eternity in heaven. Uh, Like we all love a good deal when we go shopping. I know none of us are going shopping right now because of lockdown, but we do love a good old deal, like my, my denim jacket here, a, a winter clearance from Cotton On a few years ago. We love a good deal. The point is, what it costs us is nothing compared to what we gain in him. So it's a good deal. So Jesus is saying, come to me. I will carry your burdens and I will work with you to carry the weight of life. Is life weighing on you right now? Uh, Christ does a work in us, so then he can do a work with us. So what does taking Jesus' yoke upon us look like in our real day-to-day life? Well, I wrote down a few things that I believe his yoke represents. And um, I think the yoke represents pace. Pace. Uh when something is yoked together, when two animals are yoked together, they are in some ways forced to stay in pace with one another. Uh, And what we're learning in lockdown, and what we learned, especially in the first lockdown, uh, the first lockdown we had last year in in Sydney, uh, my wife and I had a newborn baby. And you kind of, Roger was just, he was just a little guy. And, And you learn in a lockdown, like, to observe your pace of life. Have, have you noticed that? Like sometimes we can just be in such a hurry, rushing from event to event, from sporting thing to sporting thing, from commitment to commitment, uh, and from job to job. And there's an element of following Jesus that is pace driven. It's, it's like Jesus is saying, hey, learn my pace. Take my yoke upon you and learn my pace. Dallas Willard, who's an author and a a Christian philosopher, he said that we must eliminate hurry from our life. He says the great enemy of our spiritual life today is the enemy called hurry. And Jesus, who was very rarely, if ever, in a hurry, uh, he just didn't seem like he was in a rush, uh, but our, the followers of Jesus need to learn to 
ruthlessly eliminate hurry. Uh, and, he, and he talks about how it affects our spiritual life. Now, what do I mean by spiritual life? Well, I think it's referring to our capacity to receive and to give the love of God. If my spiritual life is not doing well, I'm not really in a place to receive. Maybe I'm just rushing around. And if I'm not in a place to receive, I'm definitely not in a place to give. Uh, Like, you know, we talked about living mission-minded last week. You're not going to live mission-minded if you're rushing and, 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 and in a hurry all the time. It says in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 2, Desire without knowledge is not good, and whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. Makes haste, meaning rushing. Whoever just rushes and is in a hurry. We often say things like in the Christian world, be still and know that he is God. Well, it's hard to be still when you're in a hurry. Uh, I think about my son, Elliot, who uh, is three and a half. He is in a hurry a lot. He loves running. He He's rushing to get his Superman outfit. He's rushing to get his Batman outfit. He's rushing to get this. He's just in a hurry, in a hurry. And you know, all of us have that pedanticness about us from time to time. And usually it's worry-driven, it's fear-driven, it's anxiety-driven, it's, oh, we gotta go, we gotta go. And we need to learn to slow down to the pace of love. Love definitely has a pace. And don't forget to wait on the Lord. Uh, when I go walking with my kids, some, uh, like, we've been doing a lot of walking lately, but you go for a walk and you've got these these little legs following you and you're holding their hand and Elliot would often say to me, Dad, slow down, you're walking too fast and I need to slow my pace down to help him and his, because I've got these long adult legs. He's got these little kid legs. So I'm slowing down and isn't it amazing that God, by his grace, walks at our pace? Like we can't keep up with him, but he chooses to keep up with us. He offers us. He says, come to me. Take my yoke upon you. Walk at my pace. So pace. Number two, I believe that yoke represents partnership. When two uh, oxen are yoked together, they're in partnership. They're working together. And we are partnering with Jesus. This, This means our lifestyle is a lifestyle of living alongside him in partnership with him. And when I try to do things in my own strength, it's very tiring. <laughs> and uh, But when I do things uh, with him, and what do I mean by with him, and uh, in partnership with him, well, with his word, with him in prayer, with him in thought, uh, it's amazing when you partner with Jesus, you're never alone. There's like a supernatural strength to what you're doing. Uh, you're not alone at work. You're not alone on the train. You're not alone when you're... Uh, uh, dealing with kids in lockdown and you know and you're not alone when you do the work of bringing Jesus to everyone everywhere you're not alone listen to what the apostle paul says in 2 corinthians chapter 5 verse 20 it says so we are christ's ambassadors god is making his appeal through us we speak for christ when we plead come back to god for god made christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Now look what it says in chapter six, which remember when this was written, there was no chapters. It says, as God's partners, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. As God's partners, we're partnering with him. We're partnering with him. He's the heavy lifter. Isn't it amazing? And finally, number three, so we have pace, 
We have partnership. Number three, I believe the yoke represents proximity. When two oxen are yoked together, uh, they're in close proximity to one another. It's not like this yoke is like 10 meters apart. No, no, they're together. There's a, I believe the yoke represents a closeness with God. Let's not be socially distant from Jesus. <laughs> a lame COVID joke, I know. But let's not be distant from him. In James chapter 4, verse 8, it says, Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Is your loyalty divided? Would you rather be close to worry or close to Jesus? Would you rather be close to fear or close to Jesus? And I'm not talking about being ignorant of things in the world. Like there, There's stuff going on. There, there's people that are sick right now. There's businesses that are not doing well. There's burdens to life. Jesus is not saying to be ignorant of life. No, he's saying, come close to me and I will help you carry the burdens of life. Uh, because it seems to me like worry and fear and being close to God just doesn't mix. Like it says in Philippians chapter four, verse six, we read this last week. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. I'm not talking about some sort of like mystical, goosebumpy closeness with God. No, I'm talking about God's presence. He, he, he can be close to you. He can be, you can be close to God. God's presence is real. His peace is real. Uh, and you can be in close proximity to him, to his peace, his love, his joy. You know, closeness with God is a privilege. It is a privilege. He graciously offers us his presence daily. And when Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, he's saying, come close to me. Come close to me. You know, me as a father of two young boys, it would, I love giving them a big cuddle and it would break my heart if they were hurt or burdened and they ran away from me. That would break my heart as a father. And if me being evil knows how to give my kids a comforting hug, how much more so God who is loving, who is kind, who he, he has a desire to bring you close to him. Are you close to him today? Have you been close to him this week? Or have you been close to just anxiety and worry? You know, I, I, I don't want to be ignorant to the fact that life is heavy. It is. And neither is Jesus. He's not ignorant to that. He knows life is heavy, but he's saying, hey, come to me and I will help you carry the burdens of life. You know, I just ask you, to take this moment to draw near to God. You know, you can go through an online mini service and and just watch it and whatever. Or you can lean in and say, you know what, Lord, I'm open to what you want to do today. Are you burdened? Are you carrying things you shouldn't be carrying? Uh, are you bothered? Are you weighed down by the weight of life? Jesus is saying, come to me, come to me. Thank you for joining us today and hope you have an awesome week.